Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Rose, want to grab a drink? Your happiest hour of the week starts now. Sit back, relax, and enjoy because, because the, the drinks, drinks are on us. <laughs> Welcome back to Drinks on Us. I'm Riley. And I'm Rose. We are so happy you joined us for happy hour. We're back for another episode. It's just me and Rye, the uh, original girlies today. It's so crazy. I feel like we haven't done this in so long. Just I me know. You. I know. I was thinking the same thing. Like, because when we do film with a guest, we kind of go about it a little bit different. Um, so we were back to the original, which is nice just to kind of hang I- on and chat. I'm so excited, but I like kind of forget our routine a little. I know. If you guys watched last week, I shouldn't even reveal my secrets, but I my setup was a little bit different. And looking back, um, hopefully it's only an issue Riley and I noticed, but it just goes to show like we were out of routine. Once Riley brought her podcast stuff to Louisville, we've just been going through it technically the last few weeks. Everything went haywire. As soon as I had to unplug and pack myself, put it in the car, bring it to Rose's house, it's like it's never been the same since. It's never been the same, but you know what? We're here. We're filming. We're on episode 15. Look at us go. That's crazy. 15 weeks. That's when you think about it, because we do one a week. It's kind of crazy. 15 weeks since we've been doing this. Time is going a little too fast for me. It's so fun though. And I feel like you guys really enjoy listening and watching. So it's like, we're all big friend group hanging out. It's so fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Our listeners are the best. We love you guys. Um, I have to know what's in your cup tonight. So tonight I'm drinking the old faithful raspberry rose poppy. I almost went for uh, raspberry rose poppy. Wait, that's so funny because so you guys, we don't discuss what we're going to have in our cup before usually. Yeah. And we've never had the same thing. One of these days we probably will. We never have. Wait, maybe like Aperol Spritz maybe we've had before. I feel like what did do you remember what you drank for the So Sharp episode? Was it Aperol Spritz or the fall episode? Didn't we both do fall spritzes? Oh, yeah. Okay, but, but 
still one yeah. of 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what's in your cup? So I almost did a poppy, but this, so if you guys don't know, Riley and I usually film in the evenings and you're going to think I'm a little crazy, but I'm having a fizz. So I'm, I have two fizzes, which Riley tried, um, the immunity fizz. Um, so if good. you guys are listening and you're not sure it's, um, I work with Arbon and they, um, sell fizz. And so I needed a pick me up. I was just dragging today. Um, so I did a combination of immunity, which is like zinc elderberry. So healthy. And then I threw in a caffeine one. So I'll, I'll let you know if I regret this. I would say you're going to be up all night, but a couple episodes ago, you said you can drink caffeine so late and fall right asleep. So yeah, usually I'm pretty good, but you know, sometimes when I get a little too cocky, it comes back to bite me. Yeah, you'll have to let us know. I just really needed it. I was dragging today. How's your like, we're filming this on Monday. So it's not, we're not halfway through the week, but you're listening to this halfway through the week. So congrats to making it halfway through. But like, (laughs) it's Monday and I'm like struggling a little. What about you? I know. I feel like Mondays are always just like get back on track day. It's a work day. It's like, all right, just got to push through. But I did want to mention something very special that's happening tomorrow. It's your birthday. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have to say getting older, birthdays aren't quite as, I mean, I love birthdays, but like we're kind of getting old, right? I know. I like, we're, are we old? We're old. I'm Yikes. sick. You said something in our group chat the other day. I forget what it, or it was Emily. Someone said something. Oh, oh she what said we graduated it? high school 10 years ago. I'm like, okay, kick us while we're down. Damn. Yeah. I can't That makes that. me feel old. Yeah, I know. But I'm excited for my birthday. Um, so like, I have to know, we, what? what are your birthday plans? Okay, so preface, like I just kind of said, my birthday falls on a Tuesday, but we're recording this Monday night. So my birthday's already come and passed when you guys are listening to this, but that's okay because I'm not celebrating until this weekend. So Friday, I'm going to go out with some of my girlfriends. We're going to go to Barbetti if you're a local to Louisville. And Riley knows because I've taken her there so many times. I, so I love it. And I feel like I'm at that time, which I know we're going to talk about that based on the episode. I feel like I didn't even say what we were talking about on this episode. Oh, see, we're so out of our routine. We're out of it. Sorry, guys. You're probably like, oh, they're just going to talk about Rose's birthday the whole time. (laughs) We could. Um, We really could. We're big birthday girls. But as you can tell from the title episode, we're finally going to dive into... Ryan and I moving and just figured we kind of piggyback off of... We've gotten like so much insight and like wanting to learn about our process of building a house, which Riley and I both have done before and just kind of like how overwhelming of a process that is. So we're going to kind of tie the two in, um, but we'll get into that. But anyways, the reason I segued, sorry, guys, we're uh, we're struggling today. Just bear with us. Um But I feel like we're at that point of like our last going to like some of our favorite places for the last time. So I'm like, I got to go to Barbetti. Oh and Gertie's, which Riley and I love Gertie's. So um, we're just going to go out. I 
we'll share the outfit that I got during what's in our cart segment. Um, it's nothing special, but I'll just kind of like tell you about the vibe. And then, um, it was supposed to be a surprise, but I accidentally ruined the surprise. Um, Ryan's taking me to Jeff Ruby's one more time on Sunday. Well, not like, I mean, well, I know we'll come back, but, um, yeah. Yes. So, um, Ryan and I go on and off of doing long distance, uh, during this transition move. So he comes into town, um, this weekend. So I'm excited to like delay my celebration, but I think I might've said this on last week's episode, but I usually, it's usually my favorite thing in the world to do is to decorate for Christmas on my birthday. I don't know. I just, I like celebrating my birthday, but I usually don't celebrate it on that actual day. And so my favorite thing ever is to celebrate or decorate for Christmas. And I think I might just do little things that don't, cause I mean, we go full out, but I think I might just do a little bit. I don't know. What do you think? I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking about you not being able to decorate. And I wanted to tell you, I thought you should put up a Christmas tree just like if that's the only thing you do, because it makes you so happy. And the Christmas tree being up will bring you joy, even though it's not your full, like a hundred percent decor that you usually do. I feel like a Christmas tree will make you so happy. So I was actually going to tell you to do that. I'm glad that you, it sounds like you're kind of on the same wavelength. Yes. So Ryan kind of convinced me too. He was so funny. Um, He knows how much I love it. And he was like, if, you know, we aren't supposed to have it up, I'll, we can decorate and then I'll take it all down uh, the next time we have to take it down. I'm like, that sounds like a lot of work because we're also like in the midst of slowly purging and packing. But I think I'm just going to do a little bit. I do have, I don't know if you remember last year, I bought that like little tree and we put it up in our bedroom. Do you remember that? Do you do a tree upstairs? I think you do. I do in the guest room because the front window, I like put oh, it in right. the front window of our house and it looks cute because it you can see it from the street. So we don't do a Christmas tree in the bedroom, but, or like in the master. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should this year. I feel like it would bring me so much joy. It is so cute. Like, do you guys feel, do you feel like you spend, like if you guys are unwinding, do you sometimes watch TV up in your bedroom or do you usually only go upstairs to sleep? We're mainly in the living room for like lounging, unwinding. And then when we go upstairs, it's like sometimes we'll flip on the TV and like just fall asleep or like we're not really in the bedroom, like watching our shows. We usually watch them downstairs. That's how we are too. Um, But I don't know something about it. Sometimes like I'll just have it on. It kind of makes you want to go up to bed a little bit earlier to enjoy it before you have to turn it off. But maybe I'll do that. Um, I was thinking... Um, I don't know if you've ever shared this part of your house on Instagram, but you know how you have that like cute cove when you walk up your steps, yeah. that would be such a cute, you should like Christmas, Christmas, Christmify. Is that a word? Wait, how can we make that a word? Wait, Christify? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. I know what you're trying to say. I'm but trying how to say, say Christmasify, but Christify, I don't think's right. Well, anyways, you're saying decorate that little corner for Christmas. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Like even um, like a cute throw blanket and I don't know. I feel like it's just like a cute, cozy. I don't know. I feel like the cozy corners of Christmas decor are the best. Yes. I'm so excited to decorate. But wait, I didn't want to forget to ask you this because I feel like we could go on a spiral. How did you ruin the Jeff Ruby surprise? Okay. (laughs) So it actually goes... 
further back to Ryan's birthday. So if you guys aren't familiar, Jeff Ruby's is Ryan and I's like one of our top favorite restaurants. I know Riley and Kate agree. I remember when the night before you and Kate moved out of Louisville, I remember Kate going and being like, well, gotta go one last time. It's just kind <laughs> of that restaurant of Louisville. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, um, I've got to find a way. So recently it was completely renovated. So reservations are extra hard to get. I surprised Ryan for his birthday, which is at the end of September. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Did Ryan sneeze? No, he just like <laughs> coughed up his bone. Ready? <laughs> okay. I don't know, guys, if you could hear that or not. Um, sorry about that. He... <laughs> we have to do something to distract him during the filming. But anyways, I surprised him with Jeff Ruby's and he was joking around, like just kind of had like this weird aura about him when I was taking him. And I was like, what? And he was like, I, um, I booked a reservation like months in advance for your birthday to go one last time. So we like, we're surprising each other for a birthday. So I've kind of known about it, but I honestly kind of forgot. And then he was like, make sure you save an appetite for Jeff Ruby's this weekend. So I'm excited. I'm going to get the, um, if you're a loyal happy hour club, I made this lavender spritz off of a drink from Jeff Ruby. So I'm going to go ham on the lavender spritz. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. I actually love that you get your actual birthday, like kind of chill and just to relax, take it in. And then you have the whole weekend to celebrate. Yeah. Um, do you know what day your birthday falls on this year? My birthday, I want to say it's on a Saturday, but I don't know for sure. I think it is. Reason being is because I think Christmas is on like a Sunday or Monday, which would make yours like yeah. right around there. That's so fun. What are you going to yeah. do? Have you thought about it yet? So I'm actually going to be in Savannah, Georgia for my oh. birthday. We talked about Cade's cousin is getting married. Yes. Out um, that way. And so if you guys have any good recommendations for things to do or like restaurants or shopping in Savannah, I need to do some research and figure out what I want to do. So send them my way, please. Wait, that I've heard amazing things about Savannah. I think you'll really like it. I wonder what the weather will be like around then. We're going there for a bachelorette party. I don't want to say who's because I don't know if they want it to be oh, like. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I'm like, I've heard great things. I'm going. <laughs> um, and I don't know if this will happen because obviously you'll be all the way up in Savannah. But Ryan, Riley, Kate and I were talking if Louisville football wins out, which this is like a far-fetched dream because we both we all have a lot of things going on and Louisville has to make it here. But if they win out their football schedule, they may get to play for the ACC championship in Miami on New Year's Eve, I think. And I'm just like, I feel like that would be so fun if we could somehow find a way to make that work. That'd be so fun. But we need Louisville to do their part first. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing it. I know. I know. Um, I'm so nervous for the, what? Sorry, go ahead. What are you nervous for? No, I was just, I'm nervous for the UK Louisville game. I just feel like as great as we are, there's just something about that game. And Ryan and I are like, should we go? I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I, if you're a Kentucky fan, it's all good, I I guess. (laughs) But I just don't really, I haven't had good experiences around like the the Louisville-Kentucky rivalry. So I'm like, should we just watch it at home? But I don't know, like that, I'm just nervous for it. So it's home. It's not it's home. away. Oh it's gosh. home. And it's always around Thanksgiving. Yes. Because remember, we always had to like around Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So anyways, lots of things going on, but yeah, we're just going to have, I'm going to have a chill actual birthday and then like a fun weekend. So I'm excited. Well, if you guys are listening to this and it's Wednesday, make sure you wish Rose a happy belated birthday. If you didn't get to it on Tuesday, I'm so excited for you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks there. That should be, uh, that reminds me of those little napkins that I feel like Nan would have that around her house, you old hag. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're really climbing up. We're it's like that Kendall and Kylie thing. I wish we lived in the same state because we would make the best TikToks, but you could do the Oh my God, you're basically 30. You oh know my that, gosh. That you sound. are basically 30. I know. These are my last this is my last good year, I guess. That's what the people say. Well you're not turning 29. No, I know, but they say when you're 29, like 28 and older, you've kind of, I think that's it. That's our prime. Stop. Wait, I heard that 30s are the new 20s. <laughs> I know. I think it's who you talk to. I think younger people are saying we're hags. Older people are saying come to 30s. It's good here. So drop in the comments. Where do you stand? Like, is turning 28 a bad thing? Because I'm kind of scared. I'll be right there with you soon, sis. Yeah, I'll let you know how my first month goes. But anyways, enough about birthday news. Um, What did you do this weekend? I feel like I saw you baking it up. Okay, so I... (laughs) It's so funny. I randomly just got into this like, I want to bake mood. On Saturday, I baked my first chicken pot pie. Looked phenomenal, girls. It was so good. Kay loved it. He was like, can you make this again next weekend? And it was pretty easy. (laughs) Wait, I just have to stop there. Like, what possessed you to make a chicken pot pie? That's so specific. No, it's so random. Actually, Kay did ask me to. It's one of his favorite meals that his mom makes. So I had some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah. So he asked me to make it. I was like, sure. I kind of feel like baking. Then... The kicker on Sunday, <laughs> I baked a carrot cake. Okay, how did that go? Because that is Ryan's <laughs> favorite cake ever. And it's so easy. I, it is so easy, but literally so random. Like, what possessed me to bake a carrot cake? I don't know. Carrot cake and chicken pot pie. I think you're going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> I, don't I know think what's happening. it's happening. That screams 28. So I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> chicken pot pie and carrot cake it doesn't get more domestic than that i don't know what came over me i'm not usually like this but it was kind of fun did you put the carrot cake on your instagram um no i just i baked it and we ate it and it was so good and that was that (laughs) that was that anything on the docket for this week i mean you you're really setting yourself up with high standards here i know i feel like um i set some high standards and then i was like all right i'm done so I don't know, but I'll let you know. Yeah, so you had a pretty chill our, weekend, just like a homestead. Oh, very chill. If it was Love. closer to Christmas, um, last weekend would have been the perfect time to decorate because we had literally no plans, but I just I can't do it yet. Can't. I was gonna ask you, where do you stand? Because I know last week so are you waiting? So if you listen didn't listen to last week's episode, Riley needed a few minutes to serve justice for Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving decor, Thanksgiving moment. And here we are a week later and she remains. To I'm be- remaining in okay. my stance, justice for Thanksgiving. Okay. All right. But week by we'll week, see. I get closer to Christmas. 
are okay. So we haven't even thought about decor. It hasn't been brought out like nothing. You are full no. fall still. I'm still fall. I got my pumpkin candles burning. The one you gave me. It smells so good. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? So good. Um. Okay. Well, I'm gonna see where you're at next week. Maybe you'll do it the weekend. <laughs> you know what you could oh. do? What? Wait. I don't know if you'll be in town. I forget. I feel like you go to Ohio during Christmas or Thanksgiving weekend, but we do. Oh, I was going to say you could watch the Louisville, Kentucky game the Saturday after Thanksgiving and decorate. Mm, I'll be in Ohio, but right. maybe when I come back, but um, that something reminded me, I don't know what this is so random, but I wanted to tell you that I made a vision board. <gasps> what? For November. You didn't even send it. Because I'm so embarrassed. It's so not good compared to yours. I had every intention of putting it on my Instagram story. And then I was like, this is so bad. But okay, I'll text it you, to you separate. Yeah, text it to me. And you know what? We all have to start somewhere. Maybe I'll post it on Drinks on Us story, but not my personal. <laughs> okay. See, everyone give Riley kudos, like hype her up. I'm sure you're really downplaying it. Like she doesn't give herself enough credit. She'll like send something for like something creative for drinks on us. And you always think you tank and you, you don't give yourself enough credit. Okay. Well, yours is so good. And I'm like, okay, I cannot post this because <laughs> it is tanking, but I will send it to you. Okay. Send I forgot. It to me. I keep forgetting. I wanted to tell you that I Oops. made it like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm so happy. I, if you guys follow us on Instagram, I had called her out and she said, oops, been saying I've been doing this since September. I really need to do it. Literally for like three months now, I've been saying I'm going to make a vision board. It was fun though. I'll do it for December too. If you remind okay. me. Okay. Yes. And it'll be your birthday month. Like it's so fun. Did you set it as your wallpaper? Um, no, because it's ugly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I need to see it and then I'll tell you if it, it's background worthy because it's fun to okay. look at every day. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I wanted to tell you that. I'll send it to you. But I love that. I, so many people are doing it too, though. Like, do you I see know. all the people doing it? I love it. I also got inspired by Drinks on Us Instagram story because people were posting and I'm like, okay, I need to hold myself accountable. I've been saying I would do this for yeah. months. Yep. All right. Well, I'm proud of you and I can't wait to see it. Yay. Well, I really want to know what you're wearing for your birthday. So let's see what's in our cart and you go first. Okay. I'll go first on this. So if you guys saw my vision board for this month, I don't know what was coming over me. I was just feeling pink. Like I put that Scorpio season cake and it was pink. And so I usually wear like dark black colors. I don't know, just with daylight savings and the time of year, it's getting cold. I just feel like I gravitate towards darker colors for my birthday, but something came over me. And I usually, I also wear a lot of red. I feel like you mm -hmm. know that. Um, but I don't know, something came over me. I feel like I wear red a lot, but I was feeling pink. I feel like this year pink has been, I don't know, I've liked it more and making my vision board. I was like, what color should I wear? It's nothing special because I didn't really know what my plans were. And to be completely honest with this move, I feel like my birthday kind of just fell to the back burner. Um, but I just grabbed this cute little like pastel pink mini dress and it has like just You'll see it on my story. I'm going to wear it out with my girlfriends. I don't have anything cute to wear with Ryan out to Jeff Ruby's, but it just has like a little bit of like sequiny ruffle in it. And I think I'm just going to wear like, I don't know. I just want it to be a simple, cute, girly moment. Does that kind of bring it to life? Um, yeah, it sounds so cute. I can't believe you didn't show us yet. 
Well, I just ordered it. I ordered it from the time the last episode aired until right now. So fingers crossed that it comes. I mean, it's not even oh, here it yet. Didn't, oh my gosh. We all need to knock on wood right now. Yes. I didn't know it didn't know. come in yet. No, but I'm going to link it because I feel like it could be a cute outfit for anyone. And it's simple and it's nothing spectacular. I feel like I'm hyping it up, but, but hopefully it comes together nicely. Well, it sounds adorable and like sequin and ruffle. Wait, did you say sequin or am I making that up? I honestly, I'm kind of forgetting a little. <laughs> well, I was going to say maybe it would be good for someone to wear on New Year's Eve or no. I think it could be really cute. I think you could dress it up with like the bow heels. I was going to get like, I feel like slingback shoes are so in right now, but I was mm-hmm. trying to be cost effective. So I was like, I'll just get a, gra- I'll grab a cute little mini dress and then just wear some plain heels. Maybe I'll throw on my bow heels, but have bow heels come and pass? Like, is it um, over? I feel like no, but maybe I'm just not in the know. Speaking of slingback heels, I also feel like they are so in and I ordered a pair and I'm so sad because they came and they were too big. I had to return and I just <gasps> never reordered. Did you, oh, you didn't reorder? Yeah. See, I feel like you would wear them, get more use out of them than me. I feel like I don't wear heels enough. I would have to get like a cheaper pair because it wouldn't be worth yeah. me investing in. But they're so cute. Like I, of course, am like envisioning the Prada slingbacks. Those like white, you know what I'm talking about? So cute. Well, maybe you can link your slingbacks and that will inspire you to click your own link. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But what else is in my cart? Okay, I had to share this. I don't know if the deal is still running, but I'm going to link this anyways. Um, I've talked about Magic Mist many times on this uh, podcast. It is like my go-to after shower spray. It smells amazing. Oh, yeah. We had our big moment about the Unite versus 7 Seconds (laughs) versus Magic Mist. Um, But one of my favorite influencers, Maddie Nelson. Do you follow Maddie Nelson? I feel like I do because you told me to. Yeah. She has really cute kids. I feel like you yes. see her, but maybe she's not in your algorithm. Yeah. Anyways, she has this deal going on of uh, on Magic Mist, which their brand, Magic Mist brand, is actually in common. They have a two... You can buy two Magic Mists, add code MADDIE, M-A-D-I-35, and it gets you... 35% off. So uh, one of them cost, I think like 36 or $40. I got two for 43. Wow. You're stocked up for a while. Yes. And I use it for Rin too, which I know is funny, but it's just, I don't wash my hair all that often. So when I get out of the shower, I just like to lather it in. But I also was watching Maddie's stories and she said, you can use it before you like blow dry your hair and you can use it as like a heat, like it's, it's multi. There's like four it uses really is for magic. it. It really is magic. Um, so we got the magic mist, we got the pink dress. And then, um, I just had to share through the last year, I have been trying all different talked about SPFs, tinted SPFs. Do you wear an SPF every day? Um, tinted moisturizer with SPF. Yes. Okay. Um, so here's some of the brands that I've tried over, over the last year. So I started with like, I've used sunscreen in my moisturizer, but my facial lady was like, have a specific one. That's like physical sunscreen. This is just what she had told me to do for my skin. Cause I struggle with redness. And so I tried 
Elta MD, which I loved that one. They have a white one and a tinted. I like the tinted because it kind of gives the mm-hmm. nice. I've used the, I don't know how to say it right. The Alsantis. Al, I don't know. I don't know. It. You guys would know the brand. I liked it. That one's a lot thicker. I tried the La Roche Pose. I'm probably mm-hmm. butchering all of this. That one was another heavily talked about one. And I think I tried one or two, but those are probably like the top. And I'm coming. I just got another Elta MD. Like that one is by far my favorite. I feel like I've heard of that. I've never tried it, but I feel like I really should. So I I don't wear it every day. Like okay. I have the Ilya um, drops that have SPF, but I don't, that's like what I use for every day um, if I'm not doing full makeup. Okay. But I don't wear it on days that I do full makeup. I think you should. If you're leaving the yeah. house, just throw it, throw it on. But Haley Bieber uses Elta MD, so Sold. that's all we need to know. Yeah. So my consensus after the last like year plus is that I just love the consistency of the Elta MD. It's like moussey, but it has a nice coverage and tint to it. And yeah, I just, I, I really do love it. So if you're in the market or you were kind of like wanting to compare all of them, I think that one takes the cake for me. Sold me. Okay. And I have a one recommendation I need, and then that's it for in my cart. But I feel like I've been talking for ages about what's in my cart, which is never. <laughs> no, you haven't. Okay. So I was talking to my mom the other day and she was asking me what I wanted for my birthday. And I haven't really thought about it at all. And I just like started trying to think about it. And one thing that I do know that I kind of am in the market for. And so Rye, tell me if you have an answer. And if you're listening and you have any suggestions, please, please, please drop them. So I'm looking for basically like a universal and semi-aesthetic workout shoe. So I usually do something like F45 um, and walking. So like a little bit of lifting and walking. I have new balances right now. I've just worn through them. I've had Ultra Boost before. I've heard really good things about like Hoka's, but mm-hmm. I don't know if those are good for lifting. I don't know. What do you wear? Like, do you have recommendations? I feel like Hoka, I've heard amazing things as well, but I think it's more of a running shoe. I might be mm-hmm. totally wrong on that. I'm not a runner. I think you're right. Um, but it's so funny you say that because I was actually thinking about asking Cade for a good pair of um, workout shoes for Christmas. So I don't Look have any. Rec- I don't have any recommendations. Um, so everyone, please send them to us, please, as soon as possible. <laughs> yes, because we need some help. I just want. I don't know. I just. I need a good one. So hopefully you guys can come and clutch for us. Um, but yeah, that is what's looking like is in my cart. But I want to hear what's in yours. Okay. Loved your cart. Thanks. My cart. Okay. So something that's not in my cart that I already have that I knew I wanted to talk about is the JVN hair oil. Ooh. My scalp gets really dry this time of year with like the cold weather. And I use this JVN scalp treatment oil. Basically, you just put it in and let it sit for like 15 minutes before you have a hair wash night. And Ooh. it's very moisturizing. It's supposed to make your hair shiny. And so I feel like it's good for this time of year. If anyone is in the market. I am. <laughs> I love that. I need that. No, I really need that. And we talked about it a few episodes ago. I was like looking for a good 
Oh, oh uh, my gosh. Hair oil. This will be yeah. perfect for your slick back. Okay. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. Okay. Sold. I used like half the bottle last year around this time of year. So it like, cause I don't really use it in the summer. I don't need it, but okay. it does last for a while if you don't use it every time you wash your hair. Okay. All right. And then I wanted to talk about the K18 molecular hair mask, I think is what it's called. Um, I don't have it, but our friend Emily told me about it. She said that she's used it. She has used it twice and seen such a difference in her hair. And really? you know, Em, she's very like in tune with that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I would trust anything she recommends. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's like a, a repair mask or strengthening. I don't know, but I've also been seeing this K18 all over TikTok. Have you? Okay. No, I, I'm so intrigued though. Yeah, I'll link it. You should look into it. Um, Did you get it? No, it's in my cart. Okay. Okay. I you have to let trigger. me know when you do get it or if you get it, give us a review after you use it a couple times. Okay. Do, I will. Do you remember if Emily said like she does it like once a month or, or once a week type thing? She said something. It was like, I forget what she said, how much you're supposed to use it. Maybe like every other wash or something. Okay. I'm I do very forget. into it. I should have done my I research. Need, I really need to like... I feel like my hair needs help and like love and attention. <laughs> like, Your hair you know, always looks great. Well, thank you. Oh, can we a side note too? Everyone tell Riley that her hair looks so good straight. When we <laughs> jumped on, I was like, oh my gosh. Also, your hair looks so shiny and healthy. I feel like um, my hair, I just got my hair done, which always helps. But I was like examining my hair. Like, I just feel like it's not healthy. So I'm very sold on all the things in your cart. The JVN. I actually just used it last night, so maybe that's why it looks good. I don't like my hair straight, but thank you for saying that. I love it. Um, but the last thing in my cart is something so exciting for us type A girls. I just bought my 2024 planner from Target. It's oh. like nothing special, um, but I get the same one every year, just a different design. And it's just, it's perfect for what I like. I love to see my month at a glance. Mm-hmm. I love to be able to write down everything. It's small. I can like fit it in my purse and it just works for me. So I will link it because we have so much going on already in 2024. I'm like, I need to write all of this down. And yes. it was so fun. Um, what is the design this year? It's so last year I had, or like right now I have one that's black with like purple and pink flowers. Oh, and this year I got an all pink one with purple and pink, but it's or an all pink one with flowers on it. But it's the okay. same designer from Target. It's literally so cheap, but it's my lifeline. It, I mean, you know what works for you. I, I remember yeah. you saying that in our episode that we talked about planners. I kind of forget which one that was, but maybe the type A episode if you're looking to get inspired. But I usually grab mine around Black Friday because I feel like a lot of websites that do planners do a deal. But I think I might look into yours. I want to see if it will fit. Well, what I-, I feel like you wouldn't like mine because you love to like go day by day, like write your goals. Like I've tried that and it just like Doesn't I'm work. not consistent with it, just like I am with my um vision board. I just I am not consistent. But so I don't know if you would like this one. It's just very basic. It's month at a glance and that's it. So only month at a glance. There is no day-to-day section. So it's So small. you could... It's small. It's pretty thin. You could go... Um, I think it's week by week, not day by day. But I don't even okay. use that. I just use like the whole month because I love to see it all at once. I guess I'm no, weird. No, I love that. Um, the one I like have does month and then week 
and then day, I think. But I do have to be honest, I kind of am like gravitating towards my Google calendar for a month at a month at a glance, just because it's so easy when I'm out and about to pull it up. And then I can turn Ryan's on and off to kind of know what he has going on. So I haven't been using my writing planner, which is crazy. But maybe I'll get something. I don't know. I'm kind of like unsure what to do. So I'm I'm interested in yours. I'm, I'm It's not off the table for me. <laughs> okay. Well, I will link it so that everyone can see. And they Target has like so many styles and brands and mm-hmm. types. So you can even just browse. But that okay, is what's it. in my cart. I love it. Wow. I th- feel like that was a good cart segment. Yeah. Should we get into it? I think we should. Let's just let's just hit it on the head. I feel like there's so much to unpack here. There's so much to unpack. So Rose, the question we've all been dying <laughs> to know. Tell us about your move, where you're moving, why you're moving, all the things. I already okay. know, but yeah, it's fun to talk about. And yeah, Riley is just listening. I feel like you've been around. Well, I obviously told Riley probably right after we found out but then we're in so many different friend groups together and like do so many things together that you probably are now hearing this for like the 18th time so bear with bear with me um so yes if you guys are unaware my husband and I are relocating from Louisville, Kentucky to Florida and so many people so when I announced it on social media um so many people were so offended that I didn't say what part of Florida. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. like, I guess because Florida is so big, but I don't know. We are moving in the area of Sarasota. So that is Southwest Florida, I believe. I think that's the right terminology. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just like a kind of preface is my parents, I grew up um, in Pittsburgh. I think everybody by now, and if you're a listener, if not, I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's how I met Riley. We grew up together. College brought Riley and I to the University of Louisville in Louisville, Kentucky, where we both met our husbands. And so um, when I'm the youngest in my family, and once I got into college, my parents relocated to Naples, Florida, which is just about an hour and a half south of Sarasota. And my husband, Ryan, um, also grew up in Sarasota, Florida. So a lot of family down there. At this point, no siblings from either sides live there. But um, I'm not sure if my side will my side of siblings will ever make it down there. But I think some of Ryan's siblings will end up in Florida. So family, first and foremost, is a huge reason. Um, Ryan and I are not ready for kids yet. But when the time comes, um, having our grandparent or having the kids my parents and Ryan's parents around is huge for us, which I feel like you can agree with that, right? It's important. Mm -hmm. And we don't have any family anywhere close. My sister's the closest family I have, which is like three and a half, four hours from here. Um, so that we always have talked about Florida and we just like, weren't ready when Ryan, Ryan's situation, um, with basketball was just, kind of like a cluster because it happened during COVID. Um, Wasn't sure like if he was going to go overseas. So we just decided to stay put in Louisville. I feel like it was a, we weren't ready to say goodbye because as you know, Rye, when you're an athlete, like you don't get to do anything here. Like, I feel like when you come to Louisville now, you're like, Oh my God, it's so fun here. We, we had no clue. No, we had no clue. So I feel like it, it, 
was just perfect for us at that point. However, the reason we're moving at this point is because of a job. Um, Ryan's job is taking us there, um, which is probably why it's happening a little bit faster than we had intended or planned for. Um, so it's like weird. You always talk about this kind of stuff when you're like young or like, it's like light conversation. And then it just kind of like went zero to a hundred. And, um, I think it was almost just like God's way of being like, I'm trying to like go now. It, it makes sense now because sometimes it's so hard to actually, like you can talk about it all you want, but actually doing it is so different. So yeah, we're moving to Florida. Oh my gosh. How does it feel to say that sentence? It's honestly like it was, it's been quite a while that we kind of kept it to just like our closest family and friends, just kind of like a whole different level to unpack, like letting it out to the world. Not that obviously I'm not like to a huge multitude of people, but there, there does come a lot of different conversations and like everywhere I go now, that's like the topic of conversation, rightfully so. But it does feel good to kind of just let everyone know what's going on and be able to like enjoy the lasts of things here in Louisville, which is bittersweet for sure. It's so bittersweet because you guys always, I feel like in the back of your minds knew you would someday end up in Florida because it made sense with your families. And at the same time, it's like you put your heart and soul into your house. We're going to talk about that. And it's just like, it's bittersweet. I don't know another way to describe it. It hasn't hit me yet. I can't imagine how you feel. That honestly is kind of where I'm at. People are like, how do you feel? I'm like, it's, it's a weird feeling because I'm so excited and it feels right. Like I feel signs and like, it just feels like it's what's right for Ryan and I. And I feel like inevitable, even if you're excited, change is scary and like different. And we're so comfortable here, which is sometimes good and sometimes can you know, be a reason maybe that you are called to go somewhere different, but, um, it's not like we don't love our life here. Like we Mm -hmm. have absolutely love our home, love where we live, love our friends. And I feel like Louisville, since we've been here has grown so much, like there's so much to do. We love like, like, honestly, this sounds so silly, but like restaurants, our love for quills, like, (laughs) That sounds so funny, but like we love so many places here. And obviously I have some of my absolute best friends here. So it's bittersweet because it's not like we're itching to get out of here, but I did go to Florida just the other week. I don't know. Time is blurry right now, but, (laughs) um, and it felt really good being there. And that got me really excited. Kind of like looking into our next chapter, our next home, um, So I'm excited, but there's just so much that's still kind of being figured out, which for us type A girls, sometimes like things being totally out of your control makes you feel a little bit overwhelmed. So I'm just trying to trust that things will kind of happen as they will, because I know they will. But, you know, the long distance, like Ryan and I have seasons of long distance during this and just packing up and you know, everything that comes with a big move, I feel like is not all rainbow and sunshines, no matter how excited you are. No, it's not. And you're doing amazing. I feel like you're being so positive, just always trying to look at the bright side. But yeah, I feel like it did go zero to 100. It was an idea. And then it was like, oh, Ryan's interviewing. And then it's like, he took the job. Like, it's just crazy. It 
yeah, it, it has happened extremely fast. And so, um, I feel like another big question that people are saying is like, so when are you moving? Like, when is it officially official? So don't have that answer for you just quite yet, but probably, uh, we always go to Florida for the holidays, Christmas, um, because our families are down there or usually travel down there. So maybe we'll move down there around that time. Ryan's parents do live in Sarasota, which gives us the flexibility of not having to get right into a place, um, which is huge. I feel like a lot of times people who have to relocate for a job, like they have to have everything figured out before they're there. But it's not like we can just pick up and leave here because it's not a renting situation. We have our home here. So there's just a lot of levels to unpack. But um, it's looking like I may go down around Christmas time and maybe then just come back up and like officially pack and move out when everything's closed up here. Oh, my gosh. And do you want to talk about trying to find a house right now? Like or build or like the market down there? Yeah. So totally different than Louisville. I will say that. Um, I mean, it's just crazy. I feel like, I mean, this can kind of like segue a little bit into us kind of talking about our house process, but you know, Riley and I, and Ryan, Ryan and I, and Kate and Riley, we both built, what was that? 2020 moved in 20. You moved in we Can moved in December of, so we bought our house in June. They built it and it was moving ready. We were moved in December 14th, 2020. So they literally built our house in six months. They put these things up so fast these days. Six months? Nuts. That's so crazy because I feel like, I can't remember when Ryan and I officially signed here on our home. I want to say it was like May or June, like very similar timing. I remember mm-hmm. we did it basically like simultaneously. It was so fun. It was so fun. Um, and our girlfriend Blaine was also doing it, which is so funny because still till this day, we have a group chat um, called House Babes or Home Babes. Is it house or home? I think it's house, which sounds house. so weird saying it out loud, but it's so normal yeah. to me now. <laughs> it's so normal. We have it on Snapchat, text, even on Instagram. Instagram. And it was just... Be- it was just because we were going through the same season of life together and like sending each other like questions and updates of our homes and all that stuff. And it's just so funny now that we talk and in now it every we're day. talking about Blaine's baby in that group chat, oh, going through life gosh. together. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and Ryan and I, so around that summertime of 2020, we signed here. We moved in at the end of January. So ours took like, I think eight to nine months. Um, but similar. But I just to kind of like compare it right now at the homes we're looking at, because we're not sure if we're going to buy or build or what we're going to do exactly. But just kind of like the market in general is saying you're looking at around 10 months for homes in Florida. But Ryan's parents are actually building, have been building a home in Florida. And I believe they signed in December of 2022, like last year. I remember at Christmas last year, they showed us their lot. And they're, they haven't even closed yet. So almost the whole year. Wow. And you were house hunting (laughs) when you were down there a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Just kind of like getting a lay of the land. And I know Riley knows this, but I'm not sure if we've ever really talked about this on the podcast. I love like interior design. I love homes and just bringing it to life. And 
I mean, we will have lived in this home. It will be three years this January. So it's so funny. It's like you finally feel like you almost just got it how you want. And then it's like, all right, peace. That was fun. Like, I don't know. You can understand. Like, you put so much of your heart into it. And then, I mean, our goal was always to only be in this home for three to five years. So I guess we're kind of right there. But I say all that to say it does make me excited to get to do it again um, in Florida. Tell them about what that one person said when they were looking at your house. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So someone was looking at our house and they were saying, oh, this girl, I forget exactly how they worded it, but they were saying, oh, the person who lives here has got to be an interior designer or they, or they hired an interior decorator. I've never felt more honored in my life. (laughs) It's true. Your house is amazing. Oh my gosh. You just have the vision. Thank you. Um, So that's fun to kind of get to think about doing again. And I feel like how I feel about this home at first, I was like very sad because it's like your first home together. You built it. We came home like the night we got engaged. We were here. We got married. Like, I don't know. There's just something special about your first home. And there's so many firsts that happen within this time here. Um, But I just have come to like the realization, like it was never going to be a forever home. And I feel like our house will be like a perfect answered prayer for someone else. So that's kind of my mindset behind it. I'm like excited for it to be someone else's just like perfect house for that time. For them. Does that make sense? That's so cute. Yes. That was adorable. That's so true oh. too. Like yeah. the perfect person is going to live in your house. Isn't that weird though, for you to think about that? Like one day someone else will live in your home because you built it. So like no one yeah. else has lived in there. I'm like, yeah. Ryan always talks about, cause we have an older neighborhood right next door to us. And like the trees are so big and grown and like established and all the ones in our neighborhood, cause we're in a new build neighborhood, obviously are just so little. And he's like, it'll be so crazy that like 50 plus years from now, like, what is this neighborhood going to look like? And like, people will still be living in our home. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's so weird. That's so weird to think about. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, I would say, should we give advice to someone like a first time home buyer or a home builder? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we often see through our DMs, whether it be individually to Riley, individually to me, And a lot of times we get this even sent in on girls room submissions or just like in our DMs, um, just like how overwhelming of a process it is. And, um, just, it's such a foreign topic. Like no one kind of, I know we've talked about this a little bit, so I don't want to just continue to repeat what we've said before, but no one like teaches you all this stuff about mortgages and PMI and down payments and interest. And I don't know, like all these different things and you kind of just feel like you get like thrown to the wolves a little and you want to make sure you make the right choice because it's such a big financial decision. So maybe do you have like any tips of things that kind of helped you? I know you talked about your mortgage lender woman was like a blessing, but oh I don't gosh, know. What would you say? Girl. I would say um, for a first time home buyer, I feel like there is so much helpful aid or like first time home buyer loans. Like you can get a lot of amazing things and resources being a first time home buyer, but you have to advocate for yourself. Maybe do the research, ask, because we didn't know about any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And luckily we had really amazing people who were like trying to help us. And I would say just 
try to research as much as you can or find people who have done it before and can give you information because it's frustrating when you're a first time home buyer and people are just expecting you to know all this stuff or like know what these words mean or the PMI. I'm like, what is happening? So I would say definitely just really advocating for yourself as a first time home buyer and trying to get, you know, those, I don't know what the word is, like just extra little boosts that come with being a first time home buyer. Like kind of just making sure that you've done your research or ask the questions to make sure you're not missing out on something that could help you financially or like what kind of incentives they're running or if you qualify for X, Y, and Z, because it kind of just depends in every situation I feel like is so unique. But I would say for me, kind of piggybacking off of that is just to research and not be afraid to like ask people that you know have already done it or your parents or your siblings or whatever the case may be because sometimes it's I I mean thank goodness Ryan can like is a little bit more analytical than me and can I just feel like when I read articles like that I'm just like am I stupid like it's (laughs) so hard to comprehend um so that's really helpful because he's such a numbers guy so he can kind of break it down but I just feel like I asked my mom and dad for a bunch of help Ryan's parents and just I think we kind of mentioned this but you can even just be honest with whoever you're working with like this is our first time I mean you may find some people in the bunch that take advantage of you because it's your first time so just kind of like know that you have to advocate for yourself but I think sometimes I don't know I just hate that the dynamic sometimes when you're doing things as a young adult that people who are like established working on the other end don't give you grace. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Don't you think? We're not really young adults anymore. Isn't that crazy? Okay. Yeah. But when we were, when we <laughs> I'm first just kidding. did. <laughs> or wait, are we still considered young adults? Right. You're like, kicking us like, while we're down. I, <laughs> I just don't know. I'm like shook. At we're not getting young old. adults because, well, maybe. No, there's no way because you're an adult when you're 18. Yeah, we're not young adults, but we were when we were building our house, right? We were. Yeah, yeah we were just like getting out of college. Ago. Yeah. Um, so I just say all that to say, like, just make sure, like Riley said, you can ask questions, do your research, try to find, you can even shop around, you know, like Ryan and I went to a bunch of different builders our first time around because one, we didn't even know, we weren't even seriously looking. We just knew we wanted out of our apartment. And then all of a sudden we had a first, we had a sold sign in our hands. I said, what in the world just happened? That happened to us too. We were like, let's just schedule an appointment at this home for fun. We went and looked and the next thing we knew, also they like have all these incentives. It's like, if you buy, if you sign your thing by Sunday, you'll get a free finished basement. We're like signing away. But I mean, everything works out the way it's supposed to. So it's, it was so much fun, but it is crazy. You just go for fun and then all of a sudden you're building a house. Okay. That is so funny because ours was like, um, I remember we had signed something at the end of the month. They're like, we're looking at the end of the month and they had said the same thing. Like, well, if you sign before the end of the month, like these incentives might not be here when, and we're dealing with that now looking at places in Florida, which it makes you freak out because you're like, we can't miss out on this. I remember one thing that we got offered in this current home that was such a big deal. Now looking back was like a kitchen upgrade incentive that, um, like you could get elevated stuff in your kitchen and it was like a deal versus like paying for each thing out of pocket. So I guess we could kind of talk about, um, unless this is jumping the gun a little bit, but like how to kind of decide 
where to spend your money as far as like the structural and like design options yeah. going the building route. Um, what would you say that you kind of learned through that process or what you and Kate did? Um, like, what do you mean? So like, for, for example, like Riley, we don't have a basement. Riley and Cade have a finished basement. So that was something that obviously was like important to you because oh. that brought more square footage. It gave you a whole other use of your house. Um, that I don't know what I'm trying to say. Do you kind of understand? Or no? So yeah, like having extra things like the finished basement, but we didn't get a fireplace. So it's like kind of yes. doing the pros and cons of what you want versus what maybe makes the most sense. Like there were a lot of things that I wanted that cave was like, that is not an absolute necessity. Like what mm -hmm. is something that's going to make our living space bigger or is yep. going to help our resale value down the road. So yeah, I think I definitely um, am very like not impulsive, but I like nice things and I want nice things that Kate is very, um, what's the like logistical thinking yeah so just really I don't know impulse decisions are kind of a thing for me so I feel like just really sitting back taking the time the incentives will still be there yeah. no matter when you're buying like and you can even ask I feel like I didn't advocate enough for like oh well can we get a deal on this or can we get mm -hmm. this for this so I feel like when you're building it's kind of like you can really customize things and it was our first time so I really didn't push for certain deals but yeah I think it's possible no, for sure. I mean, it just kind of depends, I feel like, on a lot of circumstances where you're building, how aggressive is that neighborhood or that area. Yeah. Because if they're selling homes left and right, then maybe you're not as incentivizing to need like you to sell because they're selling homes left and right, if that makes sense. So I think a yeah. lot of it is indicative to where, what part of town, what you're building. But I will say kind of going off of that, something that you said the resale. So I think kind of going in something Ryan and I did for our last home and that we're doing for this home, this new home coming up is like, what is our goal of this house? So for example, the house we're in right now, our goal in it was like never to have kids. We would have in this home, we want kids. <laughs> Sorry, I want to make that clear. But like, we could have a kid in this home, but that wasn't like our plan. Our plan was like, to have a nice house that did the job that had the room for people to say that I could work and have my own space. And like, if we had a child here, we could make it work. And I say all that to say, so that kind of like went into, into our decision process. And we also knew like, we are going to sell this. So what's going to help us mm -hmm. resell like things that are um, like, I don't even know, like a manager, project manager. Um, he is a gem. He was like, always spend your money on things like structurally that add square footage. So kind of like Riley and Cade <clears throat> finishing their basement is huge because someone, for example, as like is looking at a house, if they one, don't have a basement, that can be a plus or a minus or two. If it's unfinished, that's going to be so much money for someone else to finish. For example, on our home, we like extended our dining room to go like five to 10 more feet deep and like had higher ceilings. And so like structural upgrades like that can really add to the value of your home where if Riley really wanted that fireplace, which I was the same way I fought for the fireplace and uh, because we had one in all of our apartments. So I think that's why Ryan let me um, 
get one in this house, but you can always add a fireplace, right? But like after you can't add a basement into your home that you don't have. So basically just saying if you can always add things to your home and that's kind of where we're at with this next house. It's like, does it give us the square footage of what we want to accomplish and like, let's spend our money on things like ceilings and um, like, I guess, structural designs that add to the value of your home. I yep, feel like I kind is... of went on a little tangent there. Sorry. No, that's such good advice. And I feel like it's not something that I wanted to think about when we were building because I just wanted all the nice things and like all yeah. the pretty stuff. And it's like, okay, you have to really sit back. I feel like I've learned so much from building, living in the house. And now the housing market is so nuts. And it's just like, it makes you think about all that types of stuff. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's so funny. Like, what is one thing about your current home that you know for a fact, like the next time you do it? Because now Ryan and I are in that situation where we've learned so much that maybe we did right or wrong in this home that we're trying to use our knowledge for the next house. And I'm sure we'll continue to learn things for our home after that. But um, it's nice to like have done it once because certain things we also like got our foyer built out to have like lockers and stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember our project manager being like, you could have done this for a fraction of the cost after closing. But I was like, would we have ever have done it? You know, yeah. like certain things. So I, I'm curious to hear because obviously I know you're not planning to be in your current house forever. So like, what are a couple things you've learned or, you know, next home that like, you will have this or you won't do this? So this is a very random thing, but we always say in our next house, we want a three car garage because both of our cars fit in the garage right now, but it's tight. It's a really tight squeeze. So we're always like, can't wait to have a three car garage, which is such like a random thing. But we also... that's a big thing. Yeah, definitely a must for the next house. Um, We also have separate closets and I don't think I could ever go back to sharing a closet (laughs) with Kate ever again. Like it's so amazing. He's not that he's like his closet's more organized than mine is, but just having like my own space, I have so much stuff. And so that's something that I'm like, I I can't ever share a closet with you ever again now that we have it. But what about you? Well, speaking of closet, that is definitely the worst part of our current home is our master closet is just like not the space that we wish. And it's one, like we share it. We kind of like built it. We haven't like professionally built it out, but we built it out to like really maximize our space. So it does the job. But now looking at other homes, it's like even Ryan's like, oh, like these closets or they're separate Uh closets or this closet's big. So that's definitely something that the closet situation. Um, We love our current kitchen. So that is like, tough for us. I love your kitchen. Thank you. I just love the open concept and I love our pantry. So Mm -hmm. something about our pantry that we had planned on like kind of like doing it up and finishing it. We never did, but all of our appliances fit in our pantry and like work in there. So the top four that I have are always plugged in and they're all just so accessible. Like from living in an apartment, I felt like my appliances were so inconveniently placed that I just like never wanted to use them. So now in this home, they're so accessible to use that I, and I don't like the look of it cluttering my countertops because I'm a huge appliance girl. I have so many appliances that I feel like that's a huge thing for me. So looking at all of our houses now, like a, not a lot of people have naturally like great pantries. I guess that's just like a thing that Ryan and I love. So 
every house we look at, we're like, okay, well, we could build this out. Like we could knock this wall down and like build a little <laughs> walk-in pantry situation. Those are silly little things, but um, I'm trying to think of another, I think like offering or paying for like the highest option of ceilings that they offer for like the first floor is something that makes a huge difference aesthetically. Yeah. You guys are definitely really spoiled with your pantry. And whenever someone says appliance, I'm thinking like refrigerator. So tell them what appliances you have in there to, for them to like get the full picture. Yeah, sorry. Um, so in our pantry, the four that are like up and plugged in, ready to use is our espresso machine, our blender, and our nugget ice maker, like the little pebble opal ice. Um, and then below it, I have like an air fryer toaster oven. I have the Ninja Creamy. I have a juicer, like a citrus juicer, the crock pot, you know, all that. It's amazing that you don't have to like pull it out and put it on the counter every like your counters are so clean because you don't have to put your appliances on them. Yeah. So I love that's something that like I love and I feel like moving to Florida. So I'm sure you guys know, I feel like it's a common fact, but there's no basements in Florida, which is kind of really sad because Ryan and I didn't get a, a basement on this home. So we're never going to probably have a basement. And I feel like the basement's just so fun. You can like do something, <laughs> a different vibe down there. And anyways, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. Oh, I was just going to say also something I've noticed in these Florida homes is no fireplaces like not as many fireplaces because you don't really need it as much but i love oh, a yeah. fireplace a fireplace does make your home so cozy so cozy like in the cold winter nights but yeah you're right you really don't need it in florida but leave it to you to get a house in florida with a fireplace if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be you <laughs> i like looking at models i'll just like i'm just thinking like okay well we could build one in like eventually <laughs> yeah. just like keep that thought to myself because ryan's probably like what a waste of money <laughs> however in his la his parents last home they had a fireplace so oh so it's doable so he grew up with the fireplace so maybe that is working in my favor um but yeah, I feel like you just learn like there, no home until hopefully one day we get to build our dream home start to finish. Um, I think that's also something that we could touch on too is like, you'll notice with every builder, like there's different customization levels. So for example, right now, Ryan and I was like, okay, you pick a bottle and you can make X, Y, and Z changes structurally. And then you go to the design center and you pick your colors and choices from these cabinets, these countertops, these floors. Now there's some that we've looked at la like in the last home, but also this home, it's like you go, you walk in and this is how the house is, take it or leave it. Mm -hmm. And you get these five like package options for design. So there's different levels of like semi-customization. And then our goal one day, obviously, God willing, is to like fully get to like work with someone and do it up, you know, like I'm sure that's your guys' so dream fun. too, you know? That'd be so fun. Yeah. But don't you think that's like important? I feel like I didn't know that. I thought all builders kind of work the same, but each builder is a little bit different with how their build process works. We only met with one builder, so I didn't really have anything to compare to. Our home is a Ryan home. And so it's great hearing your experience. Like you met with a couple of different ones and you got some different ideas for how different customizations are. So for our next house, I feel like, yeah, it would if we built, it would be so fun to customize even more because we like picked a package and it was like, okay, this is what you get. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like it's kind of cool. Like next home, you could go to like a semi-custom where you get to kind of change more and maybe you have like a whole design studio to pick from where I, we did that for this home. And this is so like, it's such a me problem, but like when you look at homes and you're deciding, should we buy or build Ryan and I have kind of like tried to think about, you know, would it be best to buy and just get into something faster? But maybe there's like certain colors and choices that we wouldn't like, like, is it going to cost more to change that in time or would it be more financially smart to hold out, build and be able to put our money in for like, we're not going to get everything we want because it's so expensive, but can that be a better use of our money to pick where we want to spend our money? And then from there we're in a home that has like the bones of what we want. And then from there we can kind of like make it more of how we want if that kind of makes sense. So yeah, I basically am just saying all that to say for people that are kind of like in this market of buying and building and customization and cost and all that different stuff. Like, I think you just have to give yourself grace that especially if it's your first time, like it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be things you wish you did different, but like, it's so fun. It's such a fun Mm -hmm. process to do with someone. Yeah, it is fun. And you'll, I feel like it's really hard in the midst of it, like with all the paperwork and just figuring Mm -hmm. everything out for the first time, but you'll feel so accomplished and proud of yourself. I mean, you should, you know, buying a house is an amazing thing and it's an accomplishment. Oh yeah. I was going to say too, um, now going through the process of like leaving this home and like needing paperwork again, I'm really happy that I kept everything paperwork wise. Like, oh yeah. Did you do that? I feel like staying organized and having a place for it is huge. So that would be another tip. Yes. And even keeping like, like we had to submit so many bills and pay stubs and I'm like scrounging up all of the stuff. And now I feel like I'm more organized and keeping some of that stuff and keeping things organized. Mm -hmm. I literally have a filing cabinet and I just feel more prepared. I mean, we're not moving, I don't think anytime soon, but it just is after you go through it the first time, you kind of understand the process a little more. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, And I feel like as far as like, I know people have asked like about down payments and interest rates and all that kind of stuff. Like, I think it's so particular to like where the market is right now. It could be so different three months from now, what state you're living in, because us going from Kentucky to Florida, we're talking like night and day difference in costs and just like does the demand in Florida for homes is just so different than Kentucky, you know? Um, so I think Riley and I's best advice and Rye, correct me if I'm wrong, is just to like hone in on like where you're at and then start to do research and talk to people around, shop around, see who you feel best with, what feels right. Like, I think you can attest to this. Like, you get the feeling that it feels right, even though it can be overwhelming and expensive. Like, when you're looking at homes or talking to a real estate agent or whatever, like, you get that feeling if it's like, okay, this feels right to like kind of move forward, even though it's scary. Yep, a hundred percent. I agree with you completely. Is there anything else that we like said like we're going to talk about? I think about? we covered a lot. Um, I would say one more thing we didn't discuss was I feel like being on top of your builders and your project manager, like if you're walking through your home while they're building and you see things that are wrong, 
like speak up and tell them this is the wrong color. This is the wrong, I don't know, oh, yeah. carpet or wood floor. I didn't know. Like, I feel like sometimes I'm not someone who advocates for myself enough. And that's something like you're paying for what you want, you know? So just Absolutely. making sure that you're standing up for sure. Did that happen to you guys at all during your process? Like, did you catch um, any mistakes? Not really, but I know um, some people in our neighborhood who we're close with now, they're like, oh yeah, they messed up this, this, and this, and they had to come in and change it. Or I just know of people who have had that happen. Didn't that happen with your f- tile or something? Like they put in the wrong tile? Yeah, they um, they installed our tile wrong in, I forget if it was our master or our kitchen backsplash. And I was like super particular on that. I was like, absolutely not. And then um, they actually installed like a wall instead of where we have a railing. Like, you know how you can do a half wall? Yes, I remember that. And they had to knock it down. And then when they put it in, they actually did the wrong coloring. Our original coloring was supposed to be like dark brown and white, but they installed like a fully dark brown. And Ryan and I were like, we actually like it. So we just left it. But like if you weren't on top of it, like, they would have, they don't know. They're building so many homes to your point wait, 20 minutes ago. Like they're putting these homes up there. There's bound to be a mistake. Like no one cares yeah. about your house as much as you do. Yeah. Right. So just knowing that you can and should stand up for yourself in those types of situations. But yeah. other than that, that's all. Yeah. Um, if you're in this process and in this journey, I would just say like, to embrace it because it's such a blessing and like, it's so exciting and you're going to learn like now being on the other side, almost of like our first home. I'm just so thankful for this process of like what we learned at our first, as much as it was overwhelming and there's still so many unknowns going into it again, but we're cheering you on. Like if you have any particular questions that maybe Riley and I didn't get to, our DMS are open. Like we're not experts, but we'd be happy to help if and give any advice if we can, but it's so fun. So I'll keep you guys updated um, on the move, on the house, on all the things. But um, that's kind of where we stand. I know we kind of unpacked a lot there. We unpacked a lot and we can't wait for more updates from you once you have them. So all of our listeners will be in the know. And yeah, we can't wait for our girl Rose. Can't wait. Okay, so let's get into girls' room. We have three really great submissions today. So the first submission is, can you walk us through your skincare routine? Surely, we'd love to talk. I feel like we... I just hit my microphone. I feel like we could talk about this type of stuff all day. And do you want to start? Um, Sure. Do you want me to? Okay. Um, Yeah. So actually, I'm kind of just honing in on a new skincare line. I recently, within the last year, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but I got off birth control and kind of went through like a purging, which has been so tough for um, just like confidence because I never had acne problems or scarring or anything. And so it's just like kind of been a journey of relearning my skin. So I know a lot of girls ask questions like that. So maybe Riley and I can dive into that in a different episode. But I say all that to preface that kind of had to relearn my skin. And um, I just started getting into um, Skin Better. I love Skin Better products. So they are offered at Lumi where I get my facials and things done. 
And it is like the perfect balance of like clean, but quality, like medical grade. I feel like sometimes medical grade is so intense and my skin can be a little sensitive. I know you use skin better too. So can you kind of like piggyback off of that? I don't know. I feel like it's just a perfect combo of like, it does the job, but it's not overly harsh and like breaking down your barrier. Yes. Okay. I was going to say investing in medical grade skincare is so important. I I used skin better a couple years ago and then I stopped because it's expensive to keep up with. Yeah. And I'm recently using it again and I cannot believe I ever stopped using it. So, I mean, it's expensive, but you're, you need to take care of your skin. And so yeah. I use, so I cleanse in the morning with a skin better cleanser. And then I put on the, um, the, Daily Defense Serum. I think oh. it has vitamin C in it too. Maybe that yeah, has SPF. To... So maybe I am wearing SPF every day. I bet you are. I bet Skin Better. Skin Better also has an amazing um, SPF that I have like the test bottle right now. So I haven't given that a full review. I'm sure it's incredible, but I'm sure they have SPF in it. Sorry, continue. No, that was like a revelation. Um, <laughs> but anything Skin Better is great quality. Like just... You have to invest in medical grade. Like you can get all the drunk elephant you want. You can get all of those products, but mm -hmm. they're not medical grade. And so I use that daily defense. And then nighttime, I use the Skin Better Retinol. And then I use just like a, a face lotion. So I feel like I've kind of simplified. Like I don't use a million products because I feel yeah. like you really don't need to if you're using the right good quality medical grade products. I totally agree. Um, I'm kind of still in the process of figuring it out. So I was using Zoe, Zio, like the blue and silver, yeah. which I do think is amazing. But I think for my skin, it was too harsh because it was helping with my texture and my like all of that got cured. But then my redness and just like I felt like my skin barrier was just so sensitive and my like natural rosacea kind of came to the surface. So when we say like investing in a high quality skincare, like you may have to do some trial and error. So I'm slowly honing in on skin better. And there's still a couple products that like I don't have my routine perfected because one, I'm just starting and it's really expensive. So I'm trying to like slowly build my my collection. But I will attest to everything Riley said that like now going through a year of not having like the skin that I grew up with and realizing like I can understand how much your self-confidence can kind of like go through it with skincare or with like insecure skin. So to invest in your skin not only can help your confidence, but also longevity, right? Like I feel like it's yeah. just such a no-brainer. So yeah, Riley did say we could talk about this forever. Maybe this is we a can. sign we should dive into this in a later date. <laughs> For sure. So if you guys have any other like specific skincare or product questions, we will maybe do an episode. But next question or next submission. I just got engaged this past weekend. My question is, how do you wear your jewelry? If your ring is white gold, but you want to wear an outfit that needs gold earrings, do you just mix mm. between white gold, gold, or rose? How do you pair jewelry colors with your engagement slash wedding ring? Mm. So this Good is question. a great question. Yeah. And I feel like I was so self-conscious because my ring is white gold. Yeah. And... Like all my jewelry, like my bracelets I wear every day is gold. My earrings are usually gold. And I actually love mixing metals. I just mix them all. Same. And I feel like it's so in. 
It's so in. Do you still want to one day change your band? Because I know you were saying you were like, I'm such a gold girl. Like I might change my band. Yeah. So like I was saying, like when I first got married and engaged, I was so, I was like, I need a gold ring. All my jewelry is gold. But now I'm like, I like mixing it adds some texture and so I I say to this person just mix your metals it's so in right now and I think I don't think that will ever go out what about you no no I totally agree I also am a totally gold jewelry girl I usually always wear gold like all my stuff on my wrist is gold I mean this is mixed metal actually so that kind of goes hand in hand with what Riley was saying but I just I don't know what drew me to wanting um, a white gold ring. Sorry. It's so weird to say white gold when it looks silver. Yeah. Um, However, my outlook on it is like, I love that it's different than my other jewelry. It kind of makes it feel more unique and special. And it kind of stands out with all my other gold. And also, I totally agree with Riley. I think Mixing metals is so cute. It's so in. And even if it's not in, you can make it in and it makes your Mm -hmm. ring stand out. And who knows? Maybe your trends will change and you'll like white gold and silver jewelry. I don't know. I just say own it. I don't think it's like it to me. I don't even notice if someone is mixing their jewelry because I just am so into it. Exactly. And congratulations to you on getting engaged. What a fun time in your life. Yes. Yes. Congrats. Soak it in. Yeah, seriously. Okay. So last submissions or submission. Hi, ladies. Love you both. Need your advice. My mother-in-law, I find extremely overbearing. She still treats my husband like he's a child and calls him my love, as in a possessive manner. (laughs) She crosses boundaries constantly, like announcing I have my period at family holidays to the entire table, asking about our sex life post-baby and snooping around our nightstand drawers. I caught her red-handed. My husband seems to avoid the issues because he hates conflict, but I feel like he never sticks up for us and our family when it comes to her. How do I push him to draw clear boundaries with his mom? Wow. Okay. This is such a side tangent, tangent, whatever. But is it red handed? I always <laughs> thought it was right handed. Wait, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. I, I thought it was, I caught you right handed. No, you didn't think that. No, I did. It's red. Yeah. Like you've been caught red handed. What? What? Do you, what? <laughs> Wait, for know. real? You've no, been caught right-handed. I just always thought I got you right-handed. I've always said that. Now I'm just I'm learning that. So thank you to this person. I'm sorry you're going through this, but I just learned something. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she caught her mother-in-law red-handed, red-handed. going through her nightstand. Okay, I which is die. absolutely uncalled for. Why is she even in your bedroom? Wait, can we talk about how personal a nightstand is? Like, seriously, that's your personal space for like your books. And I don't know, like, I can't imagine everything. Yeah. I feel like growing up too, like, I don't know if this is a generational thing, but I know you can agree with me. Like, if this girl, I'm assuming if she's married, she's roughly around our age, give or take five to 10 years. But math like a a married couple's bedroom let alone nightstand is like off limits like yeah you you know like going to our friend's house growing up it was like 
no one went in the parents yeah. room. So like <laughs> thinking about it, the mom, like the mother-in-law side, it's like that should still be respected just because they're a young married couple. Like why is, I'm sorry, I'm really stuck on that, but there's so much else to unpack in the other. What was she looking for? I have no clue, but like, I'm trying to like, like Riley and I are blessed to have awesome mother-in-laws, but I'm trying Mm -hmm. to like understand and like pretend like this is my situation. And I'm very thankful that we have great relationships with our mother-in-laws, but I feel like the big, one of the biggest issues for me is because you can't really change like a mother, a mother, son love is, we don't really know because we're not parents yet, but I just feel like it's something so special. So you're never going to change that dynamic of like a mother loving her son, her son loving her. My biggest issue reading this or hearing this submission is him not standing up for you and like setting the boundaries because that's his job. And you want to have a good relationship with his mother-in-law, even if there's some things you maybe don't love about her that you can like overlook or kind of just like let it roll off your shoulder to keep peace. But I think it's his job to have like the harder conversations to set the boundaries. I don't know, right? What do you think? No, I agree a hundred percent. So a mother and son, it's like their son, they were the first woman that their son ever loved. So it's just like, it's hard to give their son up to another woman because now the most important woman in his life is his wife. Mm -hmm. It is not your job as his wife to set the boundaries with his mother like because you don't want to burn any bridges you want to have a great relationship with her and yeah yeah, you might have to deal with some things but like those like going through the nightstand her telling the whole family you have your period like he needs to stick up for you and say mom that's not cool yeah so and but I don't want it to cause a fight between the wife and the husband so it's like you need to just come to an agreement that you're on a team and you love mm-hmm. his mom and he loves his mom. That's totally fine. It's just like the boundaries need to be set. I I totally agree. Like I think he just has to see, like, I understand he doesn't want conflict. Conflict is not fun. Like Riley and I aren't very overly confrontational people either, but it's just going to keep getting worse and you're going to keep building animosity. And like every little thing she does is going to continue to irritate you maybe more than it should because like maybe you feel like she doesn't know how you feel or doesn't think what she's doing is wrong. But I definitely think you and your husband, like Riley said, you are the team. You are his number one priority right now. That doesn't mean he can't love his mom and respect his mom, but she needs to also understand that the dynamics have changed as hard as it is. But I do think it's on the husband to kind of set that standard. Yeah, I agree. I'm sad. I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. That sounds very. Oh my gosh. I can't even... Well, also maybe just maybe don't tell your mother-in-law when you're on your period. It sounds like she can't keep her mouth shut. <laughs> Why does she know that though? Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. So maybe just know like certain things you just don't tell her. Yeah. Like, that's sometimes true. you got to play her game, I guess. I don't know. I'm sorry, sis. That is not fun. <laughs> sorry, sis. Like maybe get a lock too, or like the the bedroom thing is sending me and the my love. Wait, we it. forgot the my love part really. Oh quick. yeah, like in a possessive manner. This one's a little bit off a rocker. <laughs> I'm just like I can't imagine my love. Interesting. 
That's talk to weird. your husband. I'm saying Tell him like, to talk that, to his mom. Yeah, I feel like that part, maybe you just have to like let roll off your shoulder. I'm not sure how you can go about that one, especially if that's like their nickname or whatever. But <laughs> I definitely think a talk with your husband and just like coming at it from a place of like, I want this I want to have this conversation because I, I care about our family and our marriage. So yeah, I think it's all in like your delivery with him. I'm sure he like deep down, like will do what's needed. He's just trying to like probably downplay it. Cause that's how guys sometimes are because if they're not confrontational guys, then they're not wanting to let their mom down or anything like that. A hundred percent deliveries, everything. Like you don't want to come at it and like a, in a, a mean or aggressive way like you want him mm-hmm. to know it's it's just for the better it's all around better for everyone if these boundaries are set so maybe you could let us know if he does end up talking to her and we can do yes. like a little recap or i'd love an update yeah update well good luck <laughs> good luck i think that ends our happy hour i feel like we talked for seven million hours but that was so much fun <laughs> yes. and thank you guys so much for joining please feel free to share this podcast with your friends girlfriends family i know there's going to be a lot of family gatherings coming up so share us with your people yes oh my gosh that was such a good point point. and if you guys want to follow us along we can be found at drinks on us pod on instagram tiktok and on YouTube, we love hanging out with you over on YouTube if you're watching the video format of this. But um, yeah, five-star reviews, sharing it on your story, all of that does not go unnoticed. It means the world to Riley and I. And we love this little like family girl gang that we're creating. But I'm just going to send a little cheers off to home building, home moving, moving, birthdays, Thanksgiving, all the things. Just cheers if you're in that season of life. Or if not, hopefully you still enjoyed and took something away from this episode. And um, yeah, I'll see you right same time, same place next week. Cheers. Love Love you. Happy birthday. (laughs) Woo, Scorpio season. (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.